Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Zofia Renea, and I am here with a new guest this week. Tom Palladino, and uh, we have some common background, Tom and I, in that we both came out of the world of science. A uh, little bit on Tom. His research and work with scalar energy began during his undergraduate years. He was inspired by various scientists, Hieronymus, Murray, Piore, and especially Nikola Tesla. As to the existence of an energy that is not of the electromagnetic spectrum, and with this information, inspiration, he pursued a course of independent study in order to better understand and subsequently harness what he calls scalar energy. Scalar energy is also known as prana, chi, radiant energy, zero point energy, ki, organ, and eloptic. After years of experimentation and modification, he developed a technique using scalar energy called scalar light that appears to have the ability to transmute pathogens quickly and painlessly. Welcome, Tom. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for the invite. Yes, I'm thrilled to have you with me. And I'm, you know, going through your, your stuff, it's like, geez, I wish I'd had that when I was getting rid of my Lyme disease. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was far from quick and painless. <laughs> So tell me a little bit about, about your journey. I know all of us who come to realize there's more than what we can measure go through an evolution of our consciousness and our understanding. So tell me about how that went for you. What is my journey? Well, it's inspired by God. And like many people, I realize that this material world has its function, but there's something much more on a grander scale than the material world that we live in. So um, I would say that I, I've always been religious. I, I was brought up in a Christian household, and I realized that there is a spiritual dimension, and too few people really grasp that spiritual dimension. Some people say they do, and they believe in it, but they, do they really practice it? You can call that the, the world of spirit, consciousness, the world of grace. There, there are different uh, um, terms for that. Many of them are synonymous or or at least they allude to one another. <laughs> there is a spiritual dimension and it is so grand. And, and that is what I've discovered with my research. Yes, I'm a scientist. Yes, I'm a researcher, but I'm working with spiritual science. I'm working with non-physical science. Mm -hmm. And this is what some people can gravitate towards and they really can appreciate. And others just say, well, you know, where, where's the chemicals? Where's the yeah, transistors? Yeah. There how, are no how, chemicals. How there do you no measure this? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, I hear that so often. How do we measure this? It's not electricity. How can you measure the spirit of God? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I came out of that two plus two equals four. I'm from Missouri. You better show me mentality. And actually, my, my God squad, if you will, eventually did give me a circumstance that I could not explain away. It's like, Okay, you win. The scientist has to sit down and shut the fuck up for a while. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I appreciate, you know, many people, their, their perception of reality is, is really through their prism of understanding or the, their prism of beliefs. And I can appreciate that. 
You know, we have to, you have to have an anchor in life. Yeah, you have to have some place to jump off from to understand the world. Yes. So what am I getting at? I am working with scalar energy or its consciousness. And I, the science that I've decided to to predicate my life upon is non-physical. It's not a chemical. I'm not working with the elements. I'm not working with protons and electrons. I'm working with the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And where did you come up with the term scalar? This is not one that I'm familiar with. I've heard of the other ones on the list. Yeah. Uh, the reason I, I, I gravitate towards scalar is that's what's accepted by the, by the scientific community today. And that's what's accepted in the Western world. Now, if, if I was... Uh, from, from Asia, maybe I would use uh, chi or prana. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I was born and raised in North America, I, I wanted to start with something that people can understand. And scalar is the term that many people understand, at least from a scientific standpoint in North America. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, what, where, where does it find its roots? Because I spent many years in biophysics, for example, and I, I had not heard that term you know another term for scalar energy would be longitudinal uh, okay longitudinal energy now today god bless the scientific world but (laughs) really there's only one spectrum there's only one um, uh, dimension that they consider which is the electromagnetic dimension yeah and that's because they can measure it and that's because it, it does have an empirical basis but there are two dimensions there's two energies And the other energy, scalar energy, consciousness, zero-point energy, longitudinal waves cannot be measured. Mm. At least there's no measuring gauge. And very few scientists have ever been able to control or harness it. And on account of the fact that it's so poorly understood, it's ignored. Well, yeah, exactly. Until they find a way to get their arms around it, it it doesn't respond well to the scientific method, which is do observe and go from there, which means if you're going to observe, you have to have a way that you can quantify or or measure that response. So as you were in science, how did you come to, what do I want to say, become engaged with the less measurable aspects of energy? Yeah, I I would say that uh... The, the really the springboard of my imagination was that of Nikola Tesla. When mm-hmm. I read about this scientist, Nikola Tesla, Tesla started his career with AC electricity. And he observed that. He was a great scientist, but he was also a great theorist and a visionary. Later in his life, he discovered scalar energy. Mm-hmm. And many of his instruments were scalar energy instruments. And to this day, this is why his instruments have never been duplicated. Because Later in his life, he was working with scalar energy, and nobody has ever sufficiently understood scalar theory and been subsequently able to create scalar energy instruments. So my point is this. Tessa showed us that he was a great scientist and a great mystic. He was a great scientist because he could understand electromagnetic theory and create electromagnetic instrument. But he was a great mystic, a great visionary, because he understood non-physical science also, which was scalar energy. And he understood that he was tapping into the logos, into the mind of God with scalar energy. Mm. He called it radiant energy. But okay. you know, very few scientists can, can work on both sides of the spectrum as Tessa did, brilliant man. 
it, it's right. a hard it's a hard balance to strike i know as a recovering scientist <laughs> and a mystic it there are definite points of tension between the two worlds yeah but i will say this if you're a scientist or a mystic you're the same you're the same and it, it sadly mankind puts that division sadly mankind tries to pigeonhole those those two different thoughts it's the same it's it, there are there really there are equalities it's just the way you define that equality hmm, give me an example um okay well a lot of people would say that that there's energy and this energy is responsible for for production of work it, it can accomplish something yes it can and then the mystic would would, would look at it and agree hopefully with that scientific footing, but would also say it comes from God. So that that really the fundament is, yes, there is energy, but it's the light of God. That's what we're working with. So you just cannot look at the universe in a, in a mechanistic viewpoint. You really have to be very broad-minded, and you have to see that the, the material world goes hand-in-hand hand with the immaterial world. The two yes. match. And the two need one another, and the two do not exclude one another. So exactly. Well, I find in my work that the non-material often overrules and overrides the material. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and you look at most science today, it's predicated upon material science. Okay, I understand. But there is immaterial science, which is spirit, which is information or intelligence. And this is what Tessa saw. And this is what I see. And frankly, Tessa also made the claim, he said, when mankind finally realizes that there's a non-physical science, we will make such great headway because it's the non-physical that dictates ultimately the physical universe, not vice versa. So sadly, we've been putting the cart before the horse in the scientific community. Exactly. And, well, and, and that's why I end up with so many clients who, who are like, I've tried every freaking thing. You're my last resort. It's like, yeah. yes, because you've tried everything on that physical, mental, emotional level, but you haven't moved to the spiritual. Yes, so. exactly. And the spiritual d dictates the, 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 the cognitive role, the physical role, yeah. not vice versa. So I would much rather deal with the cause of nature than the effect of nature. I'd rather be Whoa. in the driver's seat. And the driver's seat is immaterial science, specifically scalar notions, scalar thought, scalar intelligence. It, it's the intelligence that precedes the action. Absolutely. <clears throat> the, the result follows from the intention. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. So how did you... Um, how did you start taking steps out of the more, what do I want to say, traditional scientific world? It really came down to Tessa because, you know, everybody has to have a mentor. In this world, it was mentor. In, in heaven, it's frankly, it's Jesus and Mary. So when I was looking at, at the scientific basis of Nikola Tesla, I, I knew that his inventions were just incredible with electricity. But later in his life, he made it very clear he was no longer using electricity. And I said to myself, okay, what is he doing then? If it's not a stream of electrons, what is Nikola Tesla doing? Yeah. And, and Tesla himself said he had found his way into the wheel work of nature, meaning into the very th thought pattern of nature. 
So this was the non-physical science that Tesla was alluding to. And frankly, a lot of people don't realize that Tesla abandoned his career with AC electricity. He no longer was interested in electrical instruments. Mm -hmm. The latter part of his life is really shrouded in mystery. And part of that mystery is he was no longer working with electricity. He was working with the non-physical dimension, the spirit dimension, scalar energy. And, uh, and his, his, really his, his greatest day is yet to dawn because although he was an electrical engineering genius, it was his spirit dimension and working in the, his inventions with the spirit dimension, scalar energy, or what he called radiant energy, that really will, will serve to coalesce everybody's thought that he was a genius par excellence. So following that trajectory, I love science. I love it to this day, but I'd much rather study mysticism, what I consider true mysticism that, that accepts both the non-physical and the physical, not just, the, not just physical science that negates the, the spirit world. Yeah, exactly. The, working with scientists, and I've worked with a lot of them, I would say the ones that most closely recognize a lot of times that there is more to this world than just what they can measure are the physicists of all people because they they can they see where science kind of falls apart as an explanation i think that's why yeah it's it's sadly um they limit themselves and, mm -hmm. and i'm not just saying scientists but people in general if you just look at the physical world that's a reality but there's so much more. When you miss the, the spiritual world, when you when you miss the, the world of God, call it, call it what you will, whatever your background, there is a spiritual world. You're, you're missing the grander part of life. Mm -hmm. Well, and the magic goes away. <laughs> I find it really does. And then you become you become so materialistic, you know, just to overemphasize the notion. If you just concentrate on the physical world, then you're a materialist. And, and you you live by that that rubric that those set of guidelines and really it's self-limiting we yeah. limit ourselves absolutely so tell me a little bit about how scalar energy works on matter it's the intelligence world. of matter scalar yes. energy is the intelligence now keep in mind i keep saying it's non-physical it's spirit i mean that it's not an electron, it's not a proton, it's not a neutron, it has no physical mass. So what is it? It really is the spirit of God, it's the intelligence. So if we look at the intelligence of the universe, the intelligence of the universe is, is derived from scalar light, from scalar energy. So if, if you wanted to use a scientific term for the consciousness or the logos of the universe, it's scalar energy. Scalar energy is the intelligence of everything. Yeah, what I would call God consciousness. Yes. yes, or Christ consciousness. Yes, precisely. Yes. It's, it's that simple. Now, I always use this, this analogy, and I think a lot of people can resonate with it. If you're an architect and you're building something, you start with architectural plans. You start with the notion. You start with the intelligence. And then you start to acquire materials to build that edifice. You, you take note and you and you have a, a some type of building program. Well, the universe is the same way. The architectural plans is scalar energy. First comes the intelligence, the architectural plans. Then you could get to the materials that, that comprise that universe, electrons, protons, 
and, and other physical forms, the elements, etc. So how do you harness that? I, I'm really, in, I'm always intrigued where uh, the divine comes into that interface with this thing that we call matter. The stuff we, we lay our hands on and we go, oh, this is solid and immutable, except that it's not. <laughs> I, uh, I worked over the years with a, a great engineer and we have developed a scalar energy instrument. We can tap into that dimension a scalar dimension, it's not electromagnetic. So with that, I'm able to control that scalar energy dimension with these custom built instruments. This has taken a lot of science. And again, mm -hmm. I'm 100% I'm for science and I'm also 100% for mysticism. So this is a mystical science. We're working with a scientific instrument in well, yeah, well, some, of the, some of the instruments are Tesla coils and and an oscillator, it's, it's very necessary. But we are also working with non-physical energy, the, the spirit dimension. So I have to approach this scientifically from an engineering standpoint, but this engineering feat, this, this instrument does control non-physical intelligence. So it's the marriage, again, of immaterial and material science. And it, it works according to those to those dictates, I'm able with an instrument to control the logos of the universe. <clears throat> so thinking about the, the way in which I work, it would be akin to command codes in my world, which yes. is, you know, we are looking for this outcome. Let's remove this. Let's bring this in. Precisely. What you do by way of prayer and intention, I can do, I can mimic, I can, I can have a similar uh, uh, faculty by way of my instrument. Yes. Beautiful. We are coming up on our first break already. <laughs> and so if you're out there listening to us, I thank you so much for tuning in and spend a little time around some of the things in your life that have been bothering you, the things that you haven't been able to shift, the things that feel immutable. Note a few of those down and kind of hold those in your mind for when we return from the break. So hang with us. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained 
Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel, featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm here talking to Tom Palladino about scalar energy or scalar light, depending on how you want to term it. So now that we're back from the break and we've had a little understanding of, of what scalar energy is, what are some of the ways in which you're using it right now? Okay, so I work with an energy dimension known as scalar light or longitudinal energy, longitudinal waves. And again, it's non-physical. So with my scalar energy instruments, I'm able to control the intelligence of atoms and molecules. Mm. So if, if, if my two fingers represent a molecular bond, covalent bond, ionic bond, I can either create that bond or break it apart. Mm-hmm. So with a scalar intelligence instrument, I can create a molecule or I can break apart a molecule. And the capacity that I've been able to use this, and it's a repeatable function, I'm able to break down the molecular bonds of pathogens, of germs. <laughs> so I can take my scalar energy instrument and I can negate the molecular bonds. I can break down the intelligence that holds together a molecule of, say, a virus or a bacterium. Mm-hmm. And what happens? The virus or the bacterium falls apart into smaller physical forms. It literally goes to pieces. Yes, we yes. fragment viruses and bacteria. So let me let me put this into context. So my scalar energy instrument, working in this guaranteed fashion, this, this realm of intelligence, this non-physical intelligence, is able to negate the molecular bonds of viruses, bacteria, and fungi. As such, I can break apart viruses, bacteria, and fungi. When you break apart the causative agent of disease, germs, the germs fall apart. Hence, the germs no longer exist. Hence, you're no longer infected. Your body cleans it up and sends it all away. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And that's just one of the functions. That's just one of the uh, abilities of this scalar energy instrument. We can control matter with scalar energy. Some people, maybe some people want to call that alchemy. Others might call that transmutation. My scalar energy instrument controls the molecular bonds of germs. Nice. What else can it control? 
I've discovered we can create nutrients in the body. Mm. I can instruct the instrument to create a phytochemical, a vitamin, a mineral. So those are the, the uh, advantageous molecules that we want in our body, micronutrients, yes. okay? amino acids, fatty acids. So I've developed a, a program. It's, it's a holistic program, a, a wellness program in which we can break apart pathogens and toxins and we can create micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, the antioxidants inside the body. And we do all of that by way of non-physical science, scalar science, and it's, it's painless, it's harmless. Why? You're working at the level of intelligence. There are no chemicals. Right, you're not this worrying is, about side effects and yes, things. Yes, <laughs> there is no chemical. Now, why do you have chemical die-off when you're working with drugs? Because you're working with chemicals. Yes, why? and your body breaks them down into other things to get rid of them ultimately. Yes, yes, yes. And what do I like about scalar wellness? There's no chemicals. There's no physical reality. There's only intelligence. And I can guarantee you nobody is allergic to scalar intelligence. And, and nobody thank heavens has, for that. <laughs> and no, thank you. And nobody has a chemical detox from scalar intelligence. It's non-physical. So this is what Tesla saw, a world that's beyond the physical. Now, if, if, if you want to, to live within certain parameters and limit yourself, you can limit yourself all day long in the material world. It's quite limiting. If you enter into the non-material world, there's no limit. Absolutely. Now, speaking no of limitations, because we carry a lot of those around in our subconscious mind, and I will run into that occasionally with clients, that they're able to accept like this much miracle, but to go a little bit farther is more than their subconscious is willing to take on. Yes. Do you see that also in the scalar light? All day long. And it's a shame. People, people, you're geniuses. I keep telling people this, and I mean every word of it. Everybody's a genius, but it, it really comes down to how much you want to exercise and step into your genius and how much you want to see that you're unlimited. Yes, we have our limitations in the physical realm. There's no limit in the spirit realm. And this is what people have to see. Yes, we're, we're, we're still made of flesh and blood. But it's our soul, it's our spirit dimension that is unlimited. And that's mm -hmm. what I'm trying to inculcate upon people. You know, if Jesus said, you not, do not live by, by flesh and blood alone. Yes, that's true. There's something else beyond the, the material dimension. Yeah, absolutely. So how do you see scalar energy finding its way into society? With the acceptance of the spirit realm, those who, who really can uh, uh, wrap their head around this and accept this are those that believe in the spirit, that believe that, that God could, first of all, create such a dimension, that God, the logos of the universe, some people call it the consciousness of the universe. I'm a Christian. I believe in the creator, that there is something beyond the, the periodic table. Mm -hmm. that there's something beyond protons and neutrons. And it's those who can 
understand the immaterial universe, or at least accept the immaterial universe, that has to be governed by a God who's immaterial, beyond transcending time and space, beyond material. There, you just cannot explain the universe from a material mechanistic standpoint. It just doesn't work. Yeah, there are places definitely where it falls apart. Um, I don't often talk religion because I find it it's often in service to less than spiritual things. But <laughs> have you noticed um, any resistance to people in any particular spiritual or should I say religious dimensions to no. this kind of idea that you can you can make suggestions, <laughs> strong suggestions to the divine through this instrument? I would say uh, people from different walks of life, different religious backgrounds and different philosophical backgrounds, they all have on balance been very accepting of what I'm doing. So God bless them. They're not judgmental. They're open-minded. They want to learn. They don't pigeon the hold themselves into one specific uh, a thought, one train of thought. So if anything, it's the people who are thinking outside the box, so to speak, people who do believe in the spiritual realm. It's really a cross section. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I have everything from Buddhists who appreciate what I'm doing to people who, who I would say are of a Christian background or, or, or some type of philosophical leaning. God bless them all. They're open-minded to this and they're not judgmental and they're very supportive and I, I really resonate with that because all, although you're, you're not going to find anybody who's identical to you in this role. <laughs> yeah. You're just not. And thank heavens. <laughs> just not. Many of these people, even though we come from different philosophical and religious backgrounds, the commonality, the common denominators, they're good people. They're yeah. good people and they want to see the world advance. They're good people. That's beautiful. So tell me some stories. What, what have you been able to assist people with over the years? I, I, I'm going to make a, a pronouncement and, and you'll, I'll back it up. We've already worked with 200, 300 million people in Africa. Now, what do I mean? Our instruments work remotely by way of photographs. Mm -hmm. So these scalar energy instruments work in conjunction with a person's photograph or an animal's photograph. We have people throughout Africa and now throughout Asia who are taking photographs of entire villages and they're sending me their photographs. We've worked with over 200, 300 million people throughout the world already. And many of these people are seeing health benefits. Now, how does that happen? Because we have so many people who are sending us photographs for our free sessions. And we're getting sometimes on a, on a day 10,000 photographs a day, 20,000 photographs a day. And I've been doing this for years. And if you add all of that up, we are able to eradicate the germs in, in people from entire villages in Asia, Africa, Latin America. And someday people will finally put all this together, make the connection that it's this immaterial science that's producing a tangible difference in people's lives around the world. That's a beautiful thing. I've had some experience in my life with, uh, what do I want to say? Inspired instruments, if you will. And I would put this in the category of an inspired instrument. Um, 
and I used a few as I was going through my, my uh, journey with Lyme disease. They were extremely helpful to me. But um, you can't get them anymore because the FDA came after them. <laughs> how, how is that in your world? Have you had any problems around no, that? No, I have no problems for, for the very uh, basic reason. I don't work with people. Uh-huh. I work with a force field. The instruments work with photographs only. And I have to remind people, again, this is non-physical. So I don't make any physical claims and I don't work with people. I work in a non-physical dimension and I only work with photographs, which no scientific body, including the FDA, has ever been able to understand. Interesting. So what, uh, what unique experience have you seen as you're working with scalar energy in your laboratory? Um, it, it is a different dimension. And I, I could use a, a crude example. Anytime I walk into my laboratory with my cell phone, my cell phone cuts out, meaning the scalar wave is so strong now, this is a different energy dimension. Mm-hmm. That it's the scalar energy in my laboratory scrambles my cell phone my cell phone only recognizes an electromagnetic signal. In my laboratory, it's such a strong scalar wave signal, it, that scalar signal in my laboratory overrides, scrambles a cell phone or scrambles a computer. Okay. Um, I've also seen in my laboratory what I can consider just maybe minor examples of anti-gravity. Mm meaning that scalar energy really is the, the, the guiding light, is the fundament that controls gravity. Okay. I, I, I think someday in the future, once we sufficiently understand scalar energy, we will be able to overcome gravity or at least uh, offset, negate gravity. So scalar energy is the doorway to anti-gravity travel in the future. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> now, with my instruments, I've also noticed that scalar energy instruments control harness that not only scalar energy, but can download that energy into the seven chakras, meaning what? Mm-hmm. That a scalar energy instrument has an interface with our seven chakras, including our brain waves. So the portal to our, the, the introduction to um, being able to access our brain waves, being able to access our seven chakras is a scalar energy instrument. So a scalar energy instrument eventually will be perfected to the point that we can perform um, what I would call emotional healing and Mm -hmm. spiritual healing, all because we can access the mind, we can access the seven chakras, we can access the psyche. Now, what is psyche? Well, it depends who you ask, but it's yeah. certainly it's <laughs> certainly non-physical. It's we not- we could have a whole freaking show on what is psyche. <laughs> yeah, it, it's this the psyche is non-physical, and that's what I'm working with. It's the non-physical dimension, and many people say that a, a what we call a chakra balancing is indeed valid, and that their seven chakras are corrected, and people feel better. Their their sleep yeah. is enhanced. Many people say they have very deep and vivid dreams. Yeah. The chakras are, in my experience of of working with the totality of a person, not just the physical body, uh, they're like the interface between the the physical body and some of the non-physical bodies, the energy bodies that sit around us. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it makes sense that that it would tie into that. 
and, and, and I have to underscore, the way you access your seven chakras is not by electricity. Electricity will, will serve to degrade that harmony. Electricity will serve to cause an imbalance of your seven chakras. The chakras are composed of scalar energy. So mm -hmm. if you want your, your seven chakras in harmony, use a scalar energy instrument. Many times, you've heard this before, when people live by um, high tension wires or anywhere yes. by a, a great deal of, say, a, an electrical output of energy, it, it serves to cause an imbalance of their chakras. It's not beneficial to their chakras. And one of the ways people can rebalance their chakras is by prayer or, or getting away from high tension wires mm -hmm. or, or undergoing what I have, which is a chakra balancing. So it, it's, it's food for thought that our chakras are composed of scalar energy and they have an affinity for scalar energy, obviously. And that a, a preponderance of electromagnetic energy is not good for your chakras. Yeah, I know when we put the um, when we put the solar panels on the house, there was quite an adjustment period for me after we did that. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my! What have I done? <laughs> oh, no kidding! Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I have I have figured out how to adjust to it and and stay in balance, but it was it was a dicey couple of months. <laughs> oh really? Huh. You're sensitive. Wow. I I am. Yeah. So let's see here. Now, when we're talking about non-physical, we're probably also talking non-linear, non-dimensional energy. Um, how does this work with like time and space? Can, can we fix something for last week? You know, I can't go back in time, but I will say that scalar energy is the, is, allows us to access time and space. So I will say bluntly, scalar energy transcends time and space. Very nice. So you mentioned a bunch of different researchers and physicists in your bio, mm -hmm. which I shared with the readers earlier. Um, how did they use the scalar energy? All of those researchers actually developed scalar energy instruments. And that's why I really gravitate towards those men because they walked the walk. They were not just great theorists. They could actually engineer and work with scalar energy instruments. So they have that experience. And that's so important. That's beautiful. We are already up on our next break. So I'm going to take us to break. And if you're out there listening, hang with us because we'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. 
We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am still here with Tom Palladino, and we are discussing Scalar Light. So tell me a little bit about now that you've developed these devices, how are you bringing your work out into the world? Uh, the main way is I think my website, scalarlight.com. It's, it's tedious and it's, it's baby <laughs> steps. Why? Because I have the, the same impediment that my predecessors had. It's new, it's different. As an emerging science, it has not yet been embraced. It's so poorly understood. So. It, it comes one drop at a time. Mm-hmm. And how do, how do people interact with you? I mean, how, how, how do you get scalar light for yourself or your family? <laughs> yeah, we, we offer 15 days of free sessions on our website. And a lot of people, they want to taste the food before they're convinced that it's good for them. So in other words, to use that analogy, we give away free sessions, scalar energy sessions in which we can eradicate pathogens from the body and then assemble micronutrients, create micronutrients inside uh, by way of this energetic uh, presence, if you will. So it's the 15 day free trial that we have on our website that people resonate with. You know, they say, well, what do I have to lose? I only have to lose my germs and I wanna lose my germs. So I'll sign up for the 15 day session. And most of them are convinced that, you know, after, after 15 days, they say, well, I feel better. Whatever you've done, it, it, it's made an improvement in my health. And again, people can't necessarily put their finger on it because it's immaterial. It's non-physical, mm-hmm. but they feel better. And that's, that's yeah. the main thing. They want to feel better. Well, and that, that's really where the rubber meets the road, right? Is you, you can feel it in your physical body, even if you can't like put your finger on exactly what it is oh it's 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 my magnesium levels that have stabilized right (laughs) yes yes and and that's eventually there's going to be an interface we're going to see how we we can eventually marry marry the two sciences the immaterial and the material science Mm 
And that's going to take some doing, but we, we will eventually we will see that the instructional universe, the immaterial universe, is the cause of the material universe. Absolutely. So is is there anyone who should not consider this, right? Nobody. Why? First of all, when I say I work with scalar energy, it's sunlight or starlight. What is scalar energy? It's it's the initial, it's the primordial energy of the sun and the stars. So you're experiencing scalar energy by sunlight and starlight throughout your life. Much more sunlight and starlight than I could ever imagine to give you by way of my instruments. So it's the backdrop of the universe. Scalar energy is, is the life force energy of the universe. And it's, it's not only is it beneficial, but it cannot produce any harm because it's, it's the actual instructions of the universe. If, if sunlight and starlight was harmful, there would be no universe. We would not be alive. It's life-giving. And it, it does not have any deleterious side effects. Why? One of the reasons is because it's not a chemical. It's mm. intelligence. See, the sunscreen manufacturers would try to tell us different. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, and, and they will always have their, their posture predicated upon the electromagnetic dimension that causes skin irritation. But again, we're not working with electromagnetic energy. This is right. not a stream of electrons. This is non-physical immaterial science. That's beautiful. So what have you seen shift for people when they, they take a 15-day free trial? You know, I've said this many times, sure, we can eradicate viruses and bacteria in the body, but the most important is their, their mental shift and their, their psychological shift and their spiritual shift. The, the, the chakra balancing changes their way of thinking. Now, it doesn't mean that you're going to become a saint overnight, but a lot <laughs> of people, a lot of people can overcome addiction and phobias and, and grudges and et cetera. And this just puts them in a more natural way of living. So to balance the brain waves, to balance the seven chakras, and I'm sure it has an impact and influence upon the soul. Everybody has a soul, a spirit. Mm -hmm. It's the chakra balancing that is probably what I would consider to, to be the most advantageous of all of our modalities. And it's the chakra balancing that produces a meaningful change in people. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. Very much so. So... Is that something someone would have to request or it's something that is just falls in line with everything else? Yeah, that's, that's part and parcel with what we're doing. In other words, my instruments are so strong that one of the, uh, one of the uh, therapies that I claim is the chakra balancing, which is just by virtue of the fact that I have a high powered scalar energy instrument and your chakras are balanced. So that's one of our modalities that we work with on a daily basis. So for one hour a day, I turn on this instrument and I place your photograph in this force field and your chakras will be balanced to, to a very meaningful extent for that one hour in our scalar energy force field. And how long do they kind of stay there? Does it depend on, on where you're living and what you're doing or? I, I, I try every day. I try to treat for at least one hour for chakras for one hour. I, eradicate the germs, the viruses, and the bacteria, the fungi. And for the remaining 21, 22 hours, I'm assembling nutrients, vitamins, and minerals in the body. 
So this is a round the clock therapy, oh, all nice. done by way of your photograph. You have to consider that there is no physical presence needed. I don't work with physical science. I work with your energetic pattern on your photograph. Nice. So someone needs to send a relatively current photograph for this to work? Not necessarily. Why? Because scalar energy transcends time or space. And your photograph is always in the present moment. So you could send me a photograph when you were a youngster 20, 30 years ago. It doesn't matter. Scalar energy will always detect your present state of being. And the reason I say that is scalar energy is always in the present moment. In a scalar energy dimension, there is no past, there is no future. Everything is in the present moment. So a scalar energy dimension will transcend time. Time becomes one moment. All time becomes the present moment. Well, it is the only moment we ever have, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Hmm. I'm just going to sit with that for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, 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 I, this is the analogy that I use with people. If, um, if you remember in the day we, we had tape cassettes and, and, and uh, V8 recorders, and, and mm -hmm. as, as you would have a, a, uh, a delineation of, of the tape, you, you would have over the course of time, uh, 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 the song would progress. Well, can you imagine you're not... There is no linear timeline. Everything is coalesced into one point. So you, you could think of scalar energy in the, in the sense of time that there is no past, present, future. Everything is coalesced into one point. So imagine you no longer have that, that delineation of time that marks that timeline. There is no timeline, whether it's a cassette tape or the timeline in history or your life one year after another. To the contrary, there is no timeline. Time is all coalesced into one point. This, this alludes to the fact that in, in heaven, there's only one point, which is the eternal point. So my point is, is there a heaven? Yes. And what type of dimension is heaven? Scalar energy. And why is scalar energy necessary in heaven? Because you're immortal. Mm -hmm. So and all is one and all, all is, is now. One. Yes. All is in the now. All is in the present moment. Everything is perfect. It's you, you transcend the material world. And that's what heaven is. It's 100% scalar energy that you transcend the material world. So you see, it's very much a religious notion. It's a spiritual notion. Scalar yeah. energy, you're, you're getting away from the nuts and bolts that some people think are so necessary. You're no longer having to deal with chemical reactions. You're no longer having to deal with a periodic table. It, 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 it no longer has to be verified by uh, observation. You have to accept this by intuition or by faith. That's the scalar realm because it cannot be measured. Mm -hmm. And it cannot be observed. The, the, the immaterial world, it's immaterial, it's intelligence, it cannot yeah. be observed. There is no observation. It's invisible. And yet it can be experienced, which is interesting. Yes. 
I love that. I I love these imponderables. (laughs) I was just thinking about that this morning. What is it with you and the imponderables? I don't know. They just fascinate me. (laughs) And, and, you know, you've learned to appreciate um, both schools of thought and both are valid. And if we could get the world to, to accept both the material world and the immaterial world, be different, be so, so much different. Sadly, I see a lot of people, they're stuck in the material world. And again, you limit yourself in the material world. I have my limitations. Okay. I, I only can run so fast. I only have 24 hours a day. I have limits in the material world. In the scalar realm, the, the, the immaterial world, the spiritual realm, there's no limits. Yeah. I have no limits. Hmm. I miss that. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So does scalar energy have other applications? I know right now you're, you're supporting the health and well-being of a great many individuals in the world. Uh, What else could it be used for? Uh, God has impressed upon me that someday he'll give me the wisdom to create anti-gravity. So we'll use scalar energy instruments to overcome gravity. Now, your car does that every day to a certain extent. But I'm saying we're going to have flying instruments that that will rely upon this negation of gravity. How do you negate gravity with scalar energy? Scalar energy is the cause of gravity. So if you simply modify and modulate a scalar wave, you can overcome gravity. Now, gravity is one of the greatest impediments to mankind. It's an obstacle. And if you can overcome gravity, you can create a new transportation industry. And this is what God has impressed upon me. The day is coming that we will have anti-gravity instruments. You won't have to worry about putting... Zero emissions. (laughs) Yeah, there are no no carbon footprint with anti-gravity. That is super cool. Uh, is there any other any other uses that have come to mind around this? Yeah, we're, we're going to invent miniature stars. That's what a, my scalar energy instrument is. And if you have a miniature star, then you have a miniature star that can produce power. So in the future, we won't have to rely upon coal and gasoline and natural gas and, and nuclear or even wind power. The power of the universe, the power plants have already been created. Mm-hmm. There are trillions and upon trillions of stars. That is the power plant of the future. We won't have to create power plants. They already exist. The stars. All you have to do is access the star power. And that's the new power plant of the world. Mm, I love that. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, so all of you out there who've joined us today... I thank you for joining us. And if you would like to get in contact with Tom, you can go out to sovereignself.media and his contact information is out there. You can get signed up for your free 15-day session. And um, oh, yes, if you have any ideas, any thoughts for topics you'd like to see discussed, any guests you'd like to say have me on, or just to say, hey, hello, and how's it going? You can reach me at AskZofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A, at transformationspace.co. And thank you so much for joining us today, Tom. 
Thank you. Enjoy myself. Lively conversation. Me too. It was a pleasure. And until ne- next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 